Hey CEO, I have an important question for you today. Are you running your business or is your business running you? If it's time to get your business in order so you can fully step into your role as a confident, in-control CEO, then I want to invite you to this advanced training series that I'm hosting live on May 20th through May 24th. We're calling it the 90 Day CEO Sustainable Success Series. And over these four days, we're gonna break down our research-backed, client-proven process to help you sustainably scale your business without hustling, without overworking, and without burnout. If you've been winging it in your business, hoping that you'll eventually get caught up and telling everyone in your life that when things calm down, you'll be a real functioning human again, this series is especially for you so that you can reclaim your life as you scale up your business. All you have to do is head over to theceocollective.com slash success and sign up. We can't wait to see you there. Hey there, welcome to Uncomplicate Your Business, a weekly podcast where I share a peek behind the scenes of what it really looks like to create a successful business on your terms. Today, we're talking about my top lessons to creating more balance in your life and business. Check it out. Hey there, Rachel Cook here, business strategist for savvy, soulful entrepreneurs. And I'm so excited that you're joining me for this week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business, because I have to say the idea of finding that sweet spot of work-life balance is something I get asked about all the time, especially because I am a mom of not just three kids, but twins tends to add a little bit of complexity to the whole family life business balance. So I have to share with you guys that work hard, play hard. It was my unofficial family motto. Growing up with entrepreneurial parents, I watched them working tirelessly to build up businesses from scratch. I'm talking 12 hour days, heading into the office early, heading in nearly every Sunday afternoon to prepare for the week ahead. And I also watched them hit complete burnout and then spend their vacations desperately trying to recover from their insanely fast-paced life. And it was no surprise, even before the invention of cell phones, they were still checking in with the office wherever we went. And you'd think that I would have learned from that experience, but no. After a few years in a highly competitive consulting career, I burned out my adrenals, I started experiencing panic attacks, and I realized that the work hard, play hard path, it just wasn't the way for me. I wanted to create a life and a living doing something that I loved, but I also wanted it to allow me to live in alignment with what was truly important to me. I started to ask myself, what if we created a life we didn't need a vacation from? So when I left that fast-paced traditional consulting world, I knew I wanted something different. I wanted to create real freedom for myself, freedom to make my own schedule and to make time for what mattered most to me. As an extreme introvert, I desperately needed more downtime. I needed quiet time for not just relaxation and reflection, but really it's my biggest self-care practice. And it turned out that your health is something you have to prioritize. As a newlywed, when I was 
just starting my business. I was barely a year into our marriage. I was also hoping to have kids soon. And I knew that the grueling hours of 75 plus hour work weeks, it just wasn't going to allow me to be the mom or the wife I wanted to be. And as a typical type A workaholic who could easily grind away at 12 to 16 hour days without even realizing it, suddenly facing panic attacks, that's what helped me to realize that I really had to take my health and well-being seriously. So thankfully, you don't have to go through that. You don't have to sacrifice your health, your family, your happiness, or your spirit to have a successful, thriving business and happy life. And I find that it all starts by understanding the true meaning of balance. Too often, I think we find ourselves scrolling through these Instagram perfect photos of other people, especially other mom entrepreneurs who seem to have it all together. You know, their homes are Pinterest perfect and surely their gluten-free vegan dinners are completely delicious and their Fitspo photos. Seriously, I have to say who looks that perfect when you're supposed to be gross and sweaty. I know my sweaty selfies do not look that good. So it's so easy to forget that those photos are just a snapshot, a one second peek, a glimpse into their lives. And that one second peak, it's really an illusion of balance. I've learned that balance is a verb. Too often, we believe that if we just find that one time management trick, then we'll finally break the code to achieving more balance. We'll finally have that right ratio of work to family to health. And then life will be magically taken care of. It'll just be happily ever after. It's actually not like that at all. Balance is a verb and balance is challenging. Just the physical act of trying to stay balanced tells you everything you need to know. Try something as simple as standing on one foot. Most people, not just yogis out there in the world, but you know, most people in the world really struggle with the idea of standing on just one foot for too long without starting to wobble and reaching for some support. So balance is actually active. It's not passive, you figure it out once and then it's done forever. It is active, you're always working on it, you're engaging in every area in order to have that balance. So what is the secret to finding some balance? First things first, get clear on what matters most to you. You know, we live in a world of doing all the things where busy is a badge of honor. And especially for moms who are building businesses while raising kids, We spend our days glued to the computer, followed by the second shift of carpool and dinner and homework. So it's no wonder to me that overwhelm is the number one complaint of most mompreneurs that I talk to. When you're really getting clear on what matters most to you, suddenly everything shifts. Priorities really are everything. You can have it all when you decide what having it all really means to you. Having it all, it isn't about the status symbols. It's not about the new cars or the beach houses. And while those are nice, having it all to me is about really living in alignment with your values. So you might value spending quality one-on-one time with your kids or going on a regular date nights or simply getting a mom retreat every few months to check into a B&B by yourself for some quiet time. That's one of my favorite things in the world. But I find that when you're clear on what matters most to you, it's much easier to prioritize your calendar so that you're living your values every single 
week. And you know that my favorite way to live more and work less always starts with a model calendar. So make sure if you don't have a model calendar, I'll put a link in the show notes on rachelcook.com slash episode 45 to walk you through how I create that model calendar. I find that if I don't actually have the most important things to me, those biggest priorities written down on my calendar, as in, hey, I'm going to the gym three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from eight o'clock to 9.30, then they don't tend to happen. So I have found over and over again that if I want to live in alignment with my values, my values have to be on the calendar. They have to be scheduled in so that they don't become an afterthought. If you look back on your week and you realize, okay, my values are spending quality time with my family, but I didn't actually have any quality time with my family this week. My values are spending more time with my husband or my friends or you know, anybody you care about and you didn't make time for them this week, then you're out of alignment. If your value is your health and your well-being and your wellness and there's nothing that you did in this past week to take care of that, then you're living out of alignment. If your values are spirituality and personal growth, but you didn't make any time for those things this past week, and I'm very serious, this past week, if you didn't make room for it, then you're living out of alignment. So this is why most people feel out of balance, because they don't intentionally make space for what matters. But when you carve out those time for those priorities each and every week on a regular basis by building your business around your life, everything starts to change. Even if you're working just as many hours, you feel more balanced because you filled your own cup. Next up is to slow it down. Seriously, just slow down. We live our lives in a constant state of FOMO-induced panic that whips everyone, including our kids, into a frenzy. And it's no wonder that rates of anxiety are skyrocketing. And the thing that I have found about raising kids and growing a business is, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. Once you have a baby, you're in it for the next 18 plus years. And I hear from my mom that it doesn't stop there. It's really for their entire and your entire lifetime. So why do we expect that our baby businesses are just going to magically grow up and not really need us overnight? I have to tell you, it has taken me over eight, almost 10 years of running my own business to get to this point where I'm fully supporting my family of five as a sole breadwinner. But because I've given myself permission to grow slowly, I've been able to work at a sustainable 25 hours a week while navigating two high-risk pregnancies, while having three little kids. You know, my twins are in first grade this year. My little guy is about to go into preschool. It doesn't happen if you're trying to rush things. So could I have grown my business faster? Sure, no doubt. But I would have had to sacrifice in another area. And that would have meant the precious first year with my kids. And for me, that was a non-negotiable. That was not going to happen. I was willing to grow slower. I was willing to take my time for the sustainability and to make sure that I wasn't making a living at the expense of having a life. And I really truly believe that when my kids look back on these years, they will not care a bit if I had a seven-figure launch the year they were six. But they will remember the movie nights, the trips to the water park, the rainy days that we spent reading and doing puzzles and playing Monopoly. And that's why I'm happy to have a big enough business 
that is big enough for me to love every minute of my work and my life. The next thing to help create more balance in your life is to say no. To say no and embrace doing less. You know, in a culture of yes, saying no, it really is revolutionary. But if you're getting clear on your priorities, you quickly realize that the trivial things out there, they don't really matter. And they're taking up all your time and energy. You'll never be able to create balance if you're constantly saying yes to non-essentials, to things that aren't real priorities for you. And I have to say, nothing has freed up my time and energy more than simplifying every area of my life, my home, and my business. By learning how to say no and actually do less, I've created time for things that really matter. So in my house, saying no, it started with the calendars. You know how it is when you have little kids, it's easy for the calendar to get out of control. But I knew that if I said yes to multiple activities per kid, I would be spending 10 hours a week shuttling kids to and from activities. And honestly, at this stage, my kids are happy to have one activity a week and then spend the other four afternoons playing with their siblings or their neighborhood friends. Will that change as we go into a new stage of life? Sure. But for this stage of our family, one activity, maybe two activities per kid is enough. So I don't overbook them. Doing less in our family means that my husband and I have time for that regular date night. Because we're not running all around town trying to shuttle kids here and there and everywhere, we know that we can each and every week make time for just the two of us. Doing less means that I can happily say yes when my husband came to me and said, hey, I want to join a soccer team and it's going to take up one night a week. And the trade-off for that with him was, okay, if you get your night out with doing the soccer team, I get to have Saturday mornings all to myself. You're going to take the kids out to the park or to the library, wherever. Doing less means that You know, when one of my twins, especially right now, they're at the stage where they definitely need a little one-on-one time. It means I can have a mama kid date. It's their absolute favorite thing to do with me. We will come up with something that they love doing. For my son, it could be going to the bookstore and then going out for ice cream. For my daughter, it could be going to the children's museum and then going out for dinner. They absolutely love having the time to have that one-on-one time with me. And it's all aligned with my priorities. Now, it started to become easier to say no to non-essentials in life. I stopped saying yes to all the extra kids' birthday parties. We limit how many activities our kids do. We decided we would no longer travel more than once a month to see family because it just got too out of control. We really reined all that in. But in my business, saying no was even more difficult. I found that it's so easy to get caught in the mindset that we often have when we're newer in our business, where we think we have to say yes to each and every opportunity that comes our way. But once I started getting clearer on the big priorities and the goals for my business, it really became easier to decline everything else that distracted myself and my team from that mission. So the biggest catalyst for me for doing less in my business is simply following a 90 day plan. If you happen to join us for the Plan Your Best Year Ever Challenge, you know that in the 90-day plan, we narrow 
it down to only three to five major projects. All of our energy, all of our resources, myself and the entire team go into reaching our 90 day goals. And once I narrow in on that core focus for the next 90 days, anything outside of that goal becomes an automatic, no, thank you. Not right now. And it makes life so much easier to know that I can say, nope, that's not an alignment with my priorities right now. Um, It allows me to put things on the side for a little while and make sure that they really are going to help us get where we want to go in the business. The fourth way you can create more balance in your life and in your business is getting support. So when I first had my twins, I struggled, struggled. It was the worst. It was so hard to ask for help. And somehow I had in my mind that because I was already working from home, surely I should be able to take care of two babies and still get in four to five hours of work a day during nap time. Well, it only took about six months before I broke down and asked my husband to finally take on a full afternoon on his own without me so that I could get a break. So needless to say, making myself a murder, it wasn't such a good plan. It really wasn't. Maybe it was because I'm a new mom. Maybe it's because I'm kind of a perfectionist or, you know, kind of a control freak. Maybe it's because I wasn't admitting that I wanted to be a mama more than I wanted to be an entrepreneur that year. But once I was really ready to step back into my business, I realized there was no way I was going to be able to do it without some real support. So for me, I started by getting over my mommy guilt and found some childcare. And I'll tell you, I didn't rush into anything. In fact, in the early years, I pieced together an extra 10 hours a week of extra childcare, thanks to trading, you know, shifts with my husband from the time he came home from teaching at three o'clock to five o'clock every afternoon or six o'clock every afternoon. Those were my dedicated work hours because I knew I could depend on him. I would go to the gym daycare and check my emails and update social media using their wireless. And I did a babysitting exchange with another mama entrepreneur. In fact, another twin mama entrepreneur. We shared a babysitter five or 10 hours a week each to make sure that she would be committed to us. So by the time I was pregnant with baby number three, I was at the point where I was comfortable and ready for my twins to go on to preschool. And I was loving not only having a free morning to get my work done, but a few hours to take care of myself before I picked them up. And the support didn't stop at childcare. I quickly realized that if I wanted to keep my work hours manageable, I needed to build a dream team to keep the business running behind the scenes. Each time I realized I was becoming a bottleneck in the growth of my business, I looked for an opportunity to create a system and hire support. My first person I brought in was to manage the inbox, to take over the emails so I would stay out of there and to manage my calendar. And I have to say, it was maybe only a couple hours worth of work for them every single week, but not just the time it took off my plate, but the energy that showed up when I wasn't just drowning in the minutia. It was huge. So I have to say my support team is invaluable. They are truly the ones who create the freedom that I crave for my life and my business. Now, the final way to create more balance in your business and life, number five, is to say yes to self-care. So self-care is the newest trend, but I'm going to burst a bubble right here. Real self-care 
it's not just about manis and pedis. It's not about massages. It's not about essential oils and spa treatments. And don't get me wrong. Please don't get me wrong. I love all those things. I do all those things. I love all those things. I make time for all those things. But what I'm talking about right now, real deep, true self-care is about deeply nourishing and renewing yourself. It's about filling your own love tank so that you have reserves of energy and wellness that you'll be able to draw on from when there are challenges and rough patches. Because I can guarantee you as an entrepreneur, there will be challenges and rough patches. So one time, a one-time massage, it will not make up for years of self-neglect. One afternoon unplugged won't make up for a month of grinding out 16-hour days. So you have to invest in your self-care every single day. Deep rest, quiet, movement. These are the things I turn to that ensure that, you know, when I have one of those weeks where all of my kids suddenly are sick and everyone feels terrible, I have a reserve tank to draw from and I'm able to keep moving forward. And investing in professional self-care, it's all about simplifying, systematizing, and getting real support so that you can work smarter, not harder. I hope today's episode gave you some insight and inspiration to create more balance in your life and in your business. And if anything, I just want you to walk away remembering that balance is a verb. It is something you do. It is something you create. It's not passive. It's not something that you just set it and forget it. If you really want to have balance and you want to be able to be resilient and to be strong as an entrepreneur in every other area of your life and have that reserve tank of energy that'll keep you going even when things are tough, I hope you implement some of these strategies into your business and your life. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again on next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon. If you're loving the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs like yourself who are ready to work less and live more. You can learn more about how you can uncomplicate your business, including show notes and bonus resources just for podcast listeners, plus courses and consulting where I help women business owners create success on their terms at rachelcook.com. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon.